Oh, we're both wearing black. Yes. I'm always in black. Okay, that's if true. You, if you if you wear black, you're just going to be I'm always in a black sweatshirt and a black hat. It looks good. It's crisp. Do you have, do you, I just picture you having a whole closet full of the same black outfit like a cartoon and it's much fun. Do. <laughs> Do I have all like black t-shirts and sweatshirts and all black hats? Just it's the same. I, I only want have it. one black hat. I need more. I do. Yeah, I, I I do want to like get rid of my entire closet and just get because I just like sweatpants. I just want to get like really nice. I sets. do too. <laughs> I want nice sets. That's all I want. Yeah, I, I really I have two pairs of jeans that currently don't fit me because I'm trying to kind of lay off the cheese. Um, <laughs> don't fit me Ooh, in the waist. I okay so. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Pia's here. Hi. Pia's, it's official. Now we have we can officially start this Vanderpump Rules season 10 journey. Pia's here. She's going to be here for the whole ride. I know you've all been missing Pia over here on the main feed. So you've got her. We're here. We're together. We're in it. Guys, I've missed you. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. Um, before I go into this, I have a bit of a bitchy thing to say. Um, yeah, I got a review. I got a review on Apple Podcasts, and I have some. I have a message for someone. Oh my god! Yeah, Teen Mom Guru. A message for you. Uh, she wrote, maybe you're the problem. If you spent more time fact-checking the things you state and less time complaining about conservatives killing your reviews, I would have something positive to say. The Casey Anthony Doc review wasn't nearly as bad as the Murdoch review. That was a dumpster fire of y'all misconstruing things that were clearly stated in the documentary. Do better podcast work and stop crying about the negativity that comes with it. Never get rid of Kendrick. He's the only reason anyone listens at this point. Here's my message to Teen Mom Guru. You are officially not invited to this podcast anymore. Like, you clearly listened to all of these, sh- all of these episodes just to write that? I was so offended by that one. I'm offended. I was on both of those podcasts. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it with you. I was like, fuck you. Girl, what's her name? Teen Mom Guru. Teen mom guru, you are no guru to me. Fuck. Shame on you. Get out of here. You are not like, if you continue listening, just know that I want you not to like these episodes. So if you don't like them, I've achieved my goal. Oh, that was mean. Yeah. Here's another one that I'm going to try to get removed. Oh, God. From JNJ Smile. Wow, wow, I dump on conservatives all day long, and I'm just so bummed that they're standing against me that I silence them by shutting off comments. Grow up. Maybe take your 12 cats and your I Hate America <sighs> t-shirts and move to Canada. She does not have 12 cats, you bitch. <laughs> no, that's what I was more offended by. <laughs> I was more offended by that one. You yeah, I'm going to try to get bitch. that one. I'm going to try to get that she one She has removed. two. <laughs> 
fucking bitch. Asshole. Yeah, that one pissed me off too. So yeah, I was very mad at Teen Mom Guru. You know what? Fuck off. But I I got a lot of very great reviews. I did. So I appreciate I appreciate those. But I just wanted to talk to Teen Mom Guru because you clearly listen a bunch of these episodes. Oh, you know what? I thought Teen Mom meant she was a teen mom. And then I realized she's saying she's a mom of a teen. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that. I was like thinking of like Teen Mom. Isn't Teen Mom a show? Yeah, that's why I thought it. Yeah. So I think she's saying she's a guru of the show Teen Mom. Uh, okay, I'm a fucking idiot. All right. Yeah. Sh- fuck which, you, though, Teen Mom Guru. Fuck you, t- fuck you Teen Mom Guru. Like, I hate that you, name. You go make some content then. We can go make fun of that. Your name's confusing. <laughs> so pissed. But thank you to everyone else for writing a nice review. Go make yeah. fun of Teen Mom Guru. <laughs> I wish you could reply to com- reply to reviews. That would that's a feature they should have on. Apple I'm glad podcast. you can't because let me tell you something. <laughs> I like whenever I see like a comment that I don't like on TikTok, I'm like, why am I replying to a stranger? <laughs> oh well, it's it's hard to resist sometimes. It is. It's just like okay, relax. I'm like, why are you so mean? <laughs> I know people go out of their way. All um, right, I should. You know what I should do? I should I should counter that with a positive review. I should give I should give us like a nice like what's a good one? Let's find a good one. I read your reviews and I feel like you get a lot of good ones. I do. I Which do. is why I feel like that's why I really like doing your podcast because like who else would I like I, I just love this community. Like we're all thinking the same thing or even if we're not, it's just fun to talk about. Like Yeah. It's like a it's a book club for Bravo. It's a book club. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. And then here's okay. Here's a good one. Dear Emily Hanks, you are a goddamn genius, a content creating ninja, and a hilarious badass. And you and don't you dare ever forget it. XOXO Lori. There we go. That Let's was good. On a high note. Let's sign on a high note. That was a good one. Yeah. Thank you, Lori. Exactly. Thank you, Lori. So and on a high note, there've been a lot of good ones that do overpower the bad ones. But you know what? That's how you know you made it because you have to have some haters. Well, especially the, the the one about the 12 cats and moving to Canada. It's not fucking that's 12 how, cats, damn that's it. That's how you know. That's how you know you're really made it when you get crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, like, like when you start getting personal and just making up outlandish <laughs> numbers of cats. And move to Canada, that's not the worst thing. First of all, healthcare free. Thank yeah, you. Like, okay, that's Pamela like, Anderson lives there. I would love to live where yeah. Pamela Anderson lives. Yeah. So. F you. F you, dick. Take my two cat. I don't have two cats. I don't have any cats, actually. I have a dog. How dare you come for my cats? (laughs) I just wish one of your cats walked behind, like, talk about me? (laughs) Oh, me? This this bitch right here? All right. I live a blessed life. (laughs) How dare you? People are silly. Yeah. No, I, a bunch of, because, you know, now that Jersey's out, everyone's, a lot of content creators are getting a a lot of hate like it's just like oh. it gets real rough in these comment sections and so I've had a bunch of people messaging me like because I posted something and I said um, feel free to go argue in the comment section but do not DM me with your opinion on why I'm wrong because I will ignore it oh my god and I had a bunch of content creators be like oh I had a whole issue on TikTok with a bunch of people blah 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 or like oh you should have seen this post and stuff and I think we're just kind of fed up with yeah taking i mean shit. it just gets old i feel like i was 
one of the first people to be bullied on the internet when I first really my allegiance to Teresa back at when Melissa oh, first yeah, entered. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, by family members on Twitter. <laughs> like damn because they're like how you're so dumb how can you be Teresa Stan I was like you guys don't see it and one day you will <laughs> one day you will it's like all my giving my opinions your that no one asked for on my on my Twitter your own just fucking, fucking DM. family yeah it's like what is your problem <laughs> like my it's my opinion your fucking family was like Pia, you're an idiot. Yeah, they're so rude sometimes. It's like, relax. Wow, that's amazing. And then we, I was like texting them, like, what's your problem? Like, <laughs> I'm dying. That is so fucking funny. Yeah, so even your family will come for you. <laughs> yeah. No, Jersey brings out brings that out in people. I just recorded the most biased recap because I had my friend Quinn on. And Quinn is shamelessly a Teresa stan. And it was it was unapologetically against melissa and pro Teresa, yeah but i also was like shamelessly anti-melissa last season because last season like not enough was going on last season where like because they were still pretending to like each other last season yeah and every scene they filmed was so fake the gorgas mm-hmm. it was like so staged and i was pissed about Teresa it is their storyline that's the problem that's only that has only ever been their storyline is Teresa. Teresa has her own storylines. She never needed her family to be a storyline. That's what her problem. Like that was her biggest issue. She's like, I never wanted my family to be a storyline, and they're forcing that. Um, but I loved your post um, about uh, what's the one of her, Teresa's kids, the one who said in the preview like that never happened. Gia. No, it wasn't Gia. Uh, um. It's the one that's so quiet. She's uh, Gabriella. Gabriella. She said that never happened. And I was you, you posted that on your story. Like if Gabriella says that, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I did, too. That's how I felt when mm-hmm. I saw the preview. When she said it, I was like, <laughs> oh, OK, Teresa, not lying. Yeah, because like I believe Gabriella. Does, yeah, because she she's like, I don't need to get involved in any of this. But if she's, she's like, never no. talks, she never <laughs> talks. And she said that. I was like, okay, I believe her. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm ready for this to come out. I'm ready for this to happen. Wow. We're talking about Jersey and this is a Vanderpump Rules. We haven't even begun. We haven't even begun. Guys, Guys, we went on so many tangents. Well, yeah. Here we go. At least it was Bravo related. Yeah. (laughs) I blame. I blame team mom guru. Yeah. She's such a bitch. bitch. Uh, Okay. Here we go. I'm going to be dragging uh, Sandoval a lot. Sandoval? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I did not expect that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Schwartz, too. But Sandoval, too. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So we're at Schwartz and Sandy's. We got Brett, the GM, who looks harrowed. He looks like he's like, this has been a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Greg, their business partner, they're like, he can be a little tough sometimes. And Schwartz, Schwartz is like, we chalk that up to us being so inexperienced. I appreciate Schwartz's ability to acknowledge that. And where it Sandoval doesn't acknowledge that. Yeah. Sandoval thinks because he's been a good bartender who can make fancy drinks that he 
does have a lot of knowledge. Mm -hmm. But he refused to take in the education he was getting when he was, when they were opening TomTom. Yeah. The whole time he was like, I know everything. You guys are idiots. It's like, this is your chance to be in school, dude. This is like the boring shit you got to learn. Like how to code, how to get up to code, how to build bars, like all that kind of boring shit. He wasn't taking that in. I mean, it makes sense to, like, from last episode when Schwartz even says that there was a point of time where he kind of was MIA. So I think that he actually wasn't present for a lot of the nuts and bolts of putting uh, Schwartz and Sandy together. I think Schwartz is actually there. And so he probably is, ironically, the person who walked out of their shift 10 seasons ago or whatever, however long it was, out of his bartending shift. He's actually probably more versed in the opening and how how hard it is than Sandoval, which is I would have not I would have bet Sandoval would be the person. It's it's funny that Schwartz is the responsible one out of the two. Mm-hmm. And then they have a big food order coming in, and the chef isn't there. There's no one prepping in the kitchen. I mean, they yeah. haven't hired staff yet. How have you not hired staff yet? And you've got the Daily Mail party happening. That's crazy because I've I've only been a part of one restaurant opening and we were there uh, like while it was under construction like we were there from like it's like I felt like there it's inception like it was uh-huh. like where it was just like just sawdust everywhere a shell of a place for months like not making any money so like that was hard really you just yeah. had to like. Because you you had to make sure that the staff was ready to go when the doors open, like red, like 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 it's been open for ten years. That's what going into like I would never open a restaurant again. It's very hard work. It's pretty terrible. It's a terrible experience because everything's new. The computer systems are new, and I get yeah. that it's the Daily Mail party, so they they're not going to be ringing anything in, so they don't have which to be they're trained. lucky. Yeah, exactly, they don't have to be trained on the computers or anything like that. It's just going to be like tray passed and shit. Uh, but they don't know the food; they're going to have to be learning the food really quick, and it's whatever. So they do these interviews, and Schwartz is thinking it's cute to be like, "Do you like my shirt? Do you like my hat?" In the middle of it. Greg is being, I want to say he's being straight rude, but he's also over it. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm bleeding money. And he asked the one girl how she's going to wait tables with her nails. And she's like, I'm a bad bitch with these nails. And he's like, what? Like, I don't, he's like, I don't have energy to do this shit on camera. Like, we need to actually do real interviews. Yeah, I yeah, that guy was like, I need to actually staff this. And I and I understand that I'm on a show and this is a bit, but yeah, he's like, I get that we had to like, you know, mic all these people up and like do this shit, but we don't have time. Like we don't actually have time to make this a part of Vanderpump Rules. Um Yeah. 2023 is all about having the confidence of a housewife. As Lisa Barlow says, I don't care if you like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. So feel good, do good, be good to yourself with Kitsch. Kitsch makes feeling good simple with luxurious game-changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts swear by. It doesn't matter what your budget is, what your skin type is, what your hair type is. Kitsch believes that you 
deserve little indulgences at affordable prices morning, noon, and night. Kitsch is badass, too. They started in 2010 by selling hair ties door to door. They just hustled. Now they are sold in over 20,000 retail locations. They are self-funded and female-founded. Okay, boss queens. Their best sellers are their satin pillowcases, which I have been using for years. They have satin caps and eye masks, and satin is vegan and cruelty-free. So great for your hair and skin while you sleep. Shampoo and conditioner bars, which I've never even thought of bottle-free beauty, but hello, environment. Heatless satin curling rollers say goodbye to heat damage. There are TikTok videos of people throwing away their $600 curlers for this. The amazing thing is they're only a fraction of the price, $18. Kitsch also has the classic quick dry hair towels and hair ties and scrunchies and so much more. I think I own all of their hair ties, all of their scrunchies and four of their satin pillowcases. I love Kitsch. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash she speaks for 30% off your entire order. All right. The Raquel Peter date. Okay, guys. So I don't know if you guys know, currently, Emily and I have been recapping Vanderpump Rules season three, and everything is paralleling. Season three and this season so far is all paralleling. And Peter goes on a date with this girl named Vale in season three, and it's just, it's reminding me how, it's so cringe, and it's reminding me exactly how he thought and what he thought with Raquel in this situation, and it's crazy. I'm almost relieved she started crying. I was like, oh, good. I'm like, because I needed it to like stop. I needed him to stop trying to be romantic. It's because I, he, he's like, he's like, oh, man, I'm a little overdressed. I mean, you did say casual. So I was like trying to go like in between casual. I'm like, for Christ's sake, you know, she didn't mean literal casual attire. Peter. She meant like, well, this isn't a date. It's a friend. It's a, <laughs> that's what she meant, Peter. Peter. Peter, she didn't want to call it a date. She just, Peter. She, Peter, she just wants to black out and make out with you sometimes. She doesn't want more than that. Peter. And you're making it more than that. And God, Peter. I feel bad, though, because Peter really genuinely wants to get in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. And it's I don't know. It's just he's just he gives off this really creepy vibe. It, because it is inappropriate. It is inappropriate. What happened to that nice lady? Remember, like, yes. there's one season with that... With the kid, right? With the kid, yeah. What happened to her? What I was really her? happy for him because I felt like that made sense for him. <laughs> we just never heard from her anywhere. What the hell? What is she? I would like to <laughs> get her on this podcast. Yeah, let's see what happened there. Um, but so Raquel, she she only placed top 15 in her last, in her last pageant because she's 27 and that is too old. Kid is. said. That's what that it is in pageant. I did that pageant. You did? Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I did not. It is really hard to play top 15. Like, that's like no joke. But I did it back in 2011. Okay. I did Miss Michigan oh, USA. Oh, my God. I can, I can send you a picture. Please do, because I'm going to put it 
in the episode. I'll send you a picture. It's it's gonna be me and my sash in the the swimsuit yes. portion. Yes, I will absolutely be putting it. If you, that's I was why a you guys have to girl. watch. You have to watch on YouTube because I will be putting it on this on the video portion. Or if you want to watch on the Patreon ad free, sign up at the Patreon. Actually, you know what? I'll put it exclusively on the Patreon. That's what I'll do. If you are not a Patreon member, you won't be able to see it. You have to sign up for the the, the moment. Um. Okay, moving on. She starts crying. She starts crying because she's like, once she realized she's not going to be able to compete in pageants anymore, it sent her into a deep depression. This this softened me to Raquel. Yeah, because I I then I'm like I can I, I can always relate to someone going through a crisis. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm in. Now I now yeah. I get that she's going through like an existential. What am I doing with my life? Moment. And she was using James as a crutch where he was paying for everything. And yeah, oh, did not realize that. I don't know why I didn't realize that, but. Okay, got it. Now shit's expensive and living on your own. Being single in Los Angeles is not easy. If it's you, lonely too. It's it's not it's expensive. That's it. <laughs> you're getting that's that's the that's where you're going. Okay, it's yes. expensive. It's like it's <laughs> like if you look up a one bedroom apartment and then you look up a two bedroom apartment, it's only the difference of like three hundred dollars. It's crazy. It really yeah. is. Like, I mean, I couldn't afford to live where I live if I wasn't shacked up with my man. Like, yeah. And you split it, right? So you split that, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I would it's it's, it's so it's, expensive. It's expensive. It's very expensive. The cost of living here is too much, guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> really, really high. And so I could, I could be paying a mortgage in Michigan with the amount of rent I'm paying here. And honestly, you could probably be even paying a mortgage here. In California, in LA. Probably. Yeah. I mean, not in like a good part of LA, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Katie and Lala, they go get tanned. And Lala's like, Lala met that guy at James's event. So she's like, Katie, will you come with me on a date? So we are going to get the little dating Katie Lala thing, which I'm now fully on board with. I'm excited for like single. I've never seen single. She's never Katie. seen single Katie. And then, like, we have seen single Lala, so those two, those two together. See, you know, we talked about this offline before the, sh- the series uh, started, but the difference, like, these three ladies, Raquel, Katie, and Lala, are all going through a breakup at the same time. But I'm excited for Lala and Katie's journey, because... I think like they've been through life more, so they're they know how to deal with a, a breakup in a more healthy way. Whereas I think this is Raquel's first big breakup, so we're seeing she's just like we're seeing and I like if anybody's been in a relationship and your first big breakup, it's ugly. It's ugly, messy, and you're a mess, and it's really hard to see Raquel right now going through this. Like I feel like I see myself in her when I had my first big breakup, just a mess. I feel feel bad that she kind of has to do this on camera. Well, that's why I'm giving her a lot more grace than I was maybe starting. Like my I I struggle with Raquel because she's so young and so mousy. And these are none of the things I am. Yeah. Um, And I was never mousy. I was always like more Lala than Raquel. Right. Um, But anyway, we'll, we'll keep going. Yeah. 
Tom is still Katie kind of I I also like seeing this perspective where Katie's like I'm fucking done being in any way helpful to Tom. Tom's like, "Ooh, can you help me with the dogs a couple more days, you know, cuz the bar." And Katie's like, "I'm done with that." <laughs> I get that cuz one of my best friends ended her relationship. Get ready for this. Get ready for the years that she was with this man. Okay. 23 years. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, a lifetime. It, yeah. And I mean, the amount of times I like begged her, I'm like, you have to leave him. Uh, and so, but he was dependent on her. Mm-hmm. And so when they broke up, he got, he was still used to that. And so he would still expect that. And it's just like, no fucker, I'm done. Yeah. I don't help you anymore. You lost out on that. Bye. Yeah. I think that's, honestly, I feel like you have to be you kind do. of that cut and dry. That's how I do it because it becomes gray. If you, you know what I mean? It's yep. like, are you in a relationship and not? Like, I think that you can absolutely be friends with an ex later, but I think you guys do need to give yourselves the space to heal and become independent. So that way, maybe if you if you guys want, you guys can be friends. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's how can you be friends in like breaking up and like it's it's, the, it's hard. Like you are going to be used to like he still calls her Bubba. I know. Like, you know, I mean, I get it. it's not going to turn off right away, but that's why I think you do need separation. And unfortunately, and I and I understand they're in a unique situation. They're filming together. So. You know, they, they're they going to have to be around each other. So, yeah. While I was like, it'll never be the same between Schwartz and me. D- did you watch Watch What Happens Live with them? Oh, no, not. What, not I didn't. I didn't watch. I'm going to watch after we record. Uh, it was I didn't realize good. they were on. I didn't realize yes. that they were on. It was good. Here's the takeaways. They were not good, but they are good now. Katie and Lala. Okay. Uh, they said they duked it out on the plane over to New York. So that's fun. Um, but... Uh, uh, Lala is definitely not good at all with Schwartz and Sandoval. Oh, well, cool. She definitely probably just heard what Sandoval said last episode. That I mean, was that's really exactly harsh. Exactly what she said. I still am like, like it's interesting because after watching even this episode with Sandoval and the way he's acting, we'll like we'll get further into it in the next scene. Um, I lean, I'm leaning even more and more towards like Lala. Yeah. When it comes to like, if I had to pick a side, because I get it, like I get that it. I still feel like I'm like you knew something, Lala. Like you were choosing oh, to ignore. One hundred percent. And the fact that she's not admitting that she's like I was ignoring things, but she's acting like she's like I couldn't have seen anything, and she's not taking any accountability. Still a little on the fence with it. Still a little. Yeah. Still a little upset about. It. But Tom saying that was like, whoa. I thought that was. So foul what he said. Because again, I'm actually completely with you on that. I am not, listen, I'm going to be very harsh. Lala was willfully ignorant to the whole Randall thing because at the time she was getting what she wanted. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that she was like involved in any of what he was doing or like, you know, actively watching this happen, but. You know, she she was complicit in some of some of his shenanigans, yeah. right? Um, however, Sandoval is supposed to be her friend, and so is Schwartz. And I'm sorry, like you don't say that about your friend, especially on camera, about her about her child. 
Because that's a child that you're that's talking about. Talk her child ocean that you're saying she shouldn't have gotten knocked up. Like that you're talking about ocean. Oh, so what Lala said her exact quote was, um, she's like, uh, I did not know he said that. And we'll be I'll be seeing him and talking to him at the reunion. Like she she did one of those. So that's like, fucked yes. up. Like I, th- I thought I was like that. That was a really fucked up statement that yeah. he made. Yeah. And yeah. So again, like I can still like feel like I want to hold Lala's feet to the fire about the whole being acting like she's a complete victim in the situation. I do think. Rand, she was young when Randall yes, approached her. Yes, that's the thing. When you see how young she looked, it's like, dude, she was a baby. She was she was essentially groomed in a way. So I'm so I I also do have empathy for her, but I do think that a simple acknowledgement that yeah, like I you know it, it, the, the lifestyle was working for me would would actually suffice for me, and then me I can like. I move on. Move and then on. I'm and I like, think, I think yeah. later on when we get into the episode, when Lala and Lisa sit down, I think that's what she's trying to say, but it is a really hard conversation to have with someone. So yeah. I feel like Lisa was like, I don't even know how to deal with this conversation. Uh-huh. 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 Lisa's ill-equipped to have conversations like that. Yeah. Uh, but she said that with Sh- Lala, I said with Schwartz, she's like, yeah, when I saw him being like, I don't know if it's true. Like, I don't know about the Rand stuff. Mm-hmm. She's like, pathetic. And I felt the same way. It's like the LA Times printed it, dude. Yeah, I think that Schwartz is about to have the worst season he's ever had. Me too. Um, I think that we've all, including myself, let his charismatic, dopey mystique like let him get away with things for so long and again it's not it it's really me watching over season three and realizing how much of a dick he really was to katie and how you know he's doing the same shit 10 years later it's not cute like exactly he's like this oh i don't know like i just want to play pickleball like you're wanting to play pickleball with a uh sex offender a alleged sex offender you know that's weird Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like he's claiming he didn't know about the LA Times article before. Fine. But you're not acting disgusted enough. Yeah. He, he, he's acting like it's rumors. It's like it, the LA Times printed it, dude. I st- Yeah. And Sandoval isn't either, though. Sand- like The thing is that Sandoval's over there going like, I'm still kind of on your side, Schwartz. So it's, I'm, I'm still, you know. I feel like Sandoval isn't talking to Rand, but he's like, I mean, I feel like this is what Sandoval is. He's like, I mean, did you guys expect anything less? You do not think that's what he was doing. Like, it's like I thought that we all knew that that's what, what he was doing. That's kind of what I all, said last yeah, week like, too. Yeah, like why are we? I feel like he's like, why are we all acting surprised that's, now? Like we all knew that. That's what he did with Lala. Like we all knew that. Literally, what I said last week exactly. I was like, I think he's kind of like, but we all were forced to pretend like he wasn't that guy. So now we're supposed to be like shocked. Yeah. If we were all pretending like you force us to look the other way when we were basically like this guy's a creep. Yeah. So, 
So this week, I have got more episodes to cover than ever, because we have got Family Karma, Summer House, Jersey. I'm covering Vanderpump Rules Season 3 on the Patreon. I've got Vanderpump Rules Season 10, and I've got Miami. So I'm feeling a little stressed. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. But I'm telling you, ever since I've been taking the Just Thrive probiotic with the Just Calm, my mood levels and my stress levels have been so improved. And that is because what I've learned is that when you can take care of your gut health, your overall mental health and physical health improves. The Just Thrive Probiotic Strain is unique in that it arrives in your gut alive, and that allows it to act like a personal gardener. It produces antioxidants right there in your gut, and it eliminates bad bacteria and replenishes it with good bacteria. So then it's functioning well. And when it's functioning well, it's helping you produce things like serotonin. I didn't even know serotonin was in your gut. Okay, I thought it was all in your brain. And if you've got kids and they don't want to take pills, you can open the capsule and sprinkle it in food and drinks and sneak it in there because kids should absolutely be partaking in gut health as early as possible. And in terms of the Just Calm product, it is next level stress busting mood support. Not only am I able to respond better to stress, I am actually more focused. I'm clearer. I'm more alert. And I need that this week because I'm going to be busting out episodes and they need to be on time and ready for you guys. And the best thing about Just Thrive products is they have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. They're all natural and they have a money back guarantee. So you got nothing to lose. If you are ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 15% off a bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and a bottle of Just Calm with promo code SHESPEAKS at JustThriveHealth.com. While you're there, you've got to check out their other research-based products for optimal gut and immune health. There's something for everyone, even a probiotic for your fur baby, all with a bottom-of-the-bottle guarantee. Take control of your health this year with Just Thrive. Anyway, so now we get to Tom and Ariana, and like he's loading stuff up in this U-Haul and whatever, and... Here, this, okay, now that we are recapping season three, Mm -hmm. I feel like Tom doesn't support Ariana. It's all Ariana supporting Tom. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still like that. Yeah. Like, she says, my love language is quality time, and she's not getting any. So if you go through their relationship, it's like, Tom saying, I'll always be there for you when she's crying about how her dad died and like she doesn't want to be alone on her birthday. And he's like, okay, yeah, but I'm still going to go to Vegas with the guys. Oh, I forgot about that. And then there was like a time where she was going to do the cocktail book and he's basically says he should do it with her because like that only makes sense. Like I'm the one known for like bartending. You're not. What do you mean? She's a, she was literally came on the show as a bartender. That's that was such a, a bullshit excuse that he made. And she, and then like it, it's all kind of about Tom. And I get that not everyone needs to be the center of attention. That's totally a normal thing. Like not everyone needs to take center stage. But I'm starting to feel like it's unfair to her. 
she's always kind of putting herself second and he doesn't really seem to make it up to her. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I agree. I feel like I, now that we, you've kind of broken it down like that, I, I do feel like it's very one-sided. Yeah, like she's, because she does love him, but it's, it's like, what does he do? He never really seems to fully like hear her when she says like, hey, you're not really giving me what I need. He's yeah. kind of got that like ADD, like, yeah, yeah, but then I'm going to go do this now. And then she's there front row and center at his shows. Like I saw it firsthand. She's there supporting him, loving him, giving him all that stuff. But I'm wondering if it's because <clears throat> she she does that because he's also compromised in the sense of like he would like to get married to her and have a family and she doesn't want to do that. So maybe she's like, well, he's sacrificed that. Do you think? I I honestly feel like he doesn't really want those things. You Oh, you don't. Oh, okay. Cuz he I feel like he would have proposed already. Well, she says she doesn't want that. So maybe, you know what I mean? Like she said to him last season, if you did it like this, I would totally like she he could do it. He could absolutely get down on on a knee and propose to her. She wouldn't say no to him. Okay. I don't think she'd say no to him. If I don't think she would say no. But then I'm like, is that fair to do that to her if she said she doesn't want that? He didn't have to do it on camera. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I need to see something shake up in their relationship. I do, too. Lala said um, when asked when she was talking about the song, how she's not cool with Tom Sandoval. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next person was, "Are you cool with Ariana?" And she said, "Yeah, totally. It's, it's her turn to leave her guy next. Let's get her out next." <gasps> I gotta go watch this. Watch what happens live. I know. Oh my! I know. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna cause some stirs. Yep. I, this reunion is about to be fucking wild, right? Yeah. She's cool with Sheena. She's like, love Sheena. Uh, she, yeah, but not with Ariana. She said that. <laughs> anyway, okay. so they, they go furniture to go to pick up this this couch. And I know this exact furniture shop because I bought a dresser from there with my ex. Oh, nice. Where is it? It's on, I think it's on La Brea. Uh, but it's like kind of, um, it's like down from Melrose. It's um, okay. Like, I, th- I kind of feel like I know what about. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of like near like Melrose Trading Post. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love that Melrose Trading Post, by the way. Yeah. Um, but th- this is like the third couch they've bought for the place. And it's, like, it's just it's so it's it's so um, disrespectful <laughs> to their business partner that they're this indecisive and they think it's funny. Yeah. It's like you're not the only person involved in this, you know. It's like this isn't a toy. Yeah, Re- I mean the profit margin on restaurants, especially openings, it's so razor thin. You're bleeding money for so long. Your pre-opening costs, and so to think it's cute that you like, <laughs> like maybe we got this couch. No, just kidding. It's like that's the least of your concerns. You've got so many other decisions that need to be made. Like that's always how Sandoval has been, though. Specifically, he's just he likes the showy part of like owning a restaurant, like getting like that ice presser that wouldn't really make sense logistically for service, like for for Tom Tom, like you know. And you know, it seemed like I think that it was harder for at least me to see when they were going through that in Tom Tom when they had they were excited and they did want to be you know involved with 
all that stuff and Lisa kind of shutting them down as like I was like, oh, well, Lisa's just shutting them down and not letting them participate because like that's not fair. But it's she's doing that because she logistically needs to be able to like move and they are literally getting in the way. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But like this time it's all them and they're like, we can do it. all. it's like you can't. And you I feel like sh- they're yeah, I feel like they're making up for like all the times Lisa, Lisa and Ken shut them down in the Tom Tom opening. That's exactly like, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly what's happening, which is kind of proving why she did that. <laughs> it's exactly that. It's like they wanted it to be the chance for them to prove that they could do it. But it yeah. was the exact opposite. Yeah. All right. So Lala goes to Lisa, speaking of. And. Lisa asking if she would was she asking if she would go back to James was that what she was doing yeah she was she was like yeah she was stupid I think she's Uh, just trying to self she's trying to produce a little she's like that'd be fun for the show right (laughs) hook up yeah (laughs) um but then Lala's talking about how people are coming to her daily about Randall and just gets worse and worse and so Lisa says you had to have known something think back and it's the fact that Lala gets so defensive that is strange because this, to me, wouldn't be something to get so defensive about because it's like, you know, I think I was ignoring everything that was popping up in my head. Maybe this has to do with the fact that there's a legal element to it. Oh, 1000% because they're in the custody battle. Yeah. So maybe there's that factor. And her and the other... Uh, the ex-wife, they've teamed up and it's, you know, this campaign to be like, look how bad of a guy this, you know, Randall is. And I feel like, she, I don't I don't know if it's, she just can't be complicit in any of it. Yeah. So it's, it's got to be that even she has to be maybe in denial. Yeah. Because she's... She's like, I've been thinking and thinking of how I couldn't see it. And then she says, I was 25. And I think that's a big thing that she's probably going for, too, with her case against yeah. it. You know, it's like I was young and she's crying. Like, I know what the world thinks of me. I didn't think you were thinking that about me. And Lisa doesn't know. <laughs> Lisa really like this was a bold move on Lisa's behalf that this was the scene Lisa was going to film with her. Yeah, like Lala thought the scene was going to be talk to mom basically and get like sympathy. Can't believe yeah. this is happening to you. And Lisa's like, no, this was the you had to have known something scene. Yeah, and it really took Lala by surprise. It took me by surprise. I was nervous that entire scene. Me too. <laughs> I was like, my ass was clenched. I was like, oh, I was like, Lisa, oh we're gonna do this. Like, we all know that we all are thinking it, but you're gonna say it. Hmm. I yeah. mean, thank you, Lisa, because well, since we, were, we all I saw we were all going to re- skate around it. Like, we all saw the reunion last season and how, like, Lala was so defensive and acting like she had no idea. And it pissed me off because she's like, why didn't you guys tell me? I was like, are you kidding? You said verbatim to not say anything about my man. Like, I couldn't even so, say his name. So I respected Lisa's attempt at it because yeah. only she could do it. But... Lala crying and being like, I had no idea. I was like, what? But then she tells the story of going to therapy with him and the therapist saying that his ex was codependent and like couldn't accept that they were divorced or that they were separated. And I was like, yeah. Mm, I mean, I could. I, therapist, man. I mean, he, 
I don't put pa- anything past like really rich people in the sense of they like they're they can I feel like especially in LA you can buy anything you can buy a therapist you can like mm-hmm. to to when I say to buy say a therapist anything. like to say anything that you want yeah, that's true it's not ethical it's, um, no not at all but, and I think that they could absolutely lose their license for something like that mm-hmm that's who knows that who knows if that's something that they're going to be bringing up if the ex is saying that that was their mm-hmm. uh couple therapist mm-hmm. totally um but yeah i mean i i also could believe that like he would get someone to do that and say like this is what i want you to say to her so she keeps believing my lies wow that is so much planning lisa hasn't even had contact with him since pandora gave birth i forgot that randall was so involved with lisa and ken because like you know investing and shit yeah randall's had a girlfriend since lala gave birth to ocean march of 2021 so gross she moved in two days after lala left who would want to be with him somebody who wants to be in a movie gross like oh god uh, I feel like I also heard, I don't know how true this is, that he allegedly was like one of the people who was, because you know how um, Bruce Willis is deteriorating? Yeah. He was like kind of like making him work more than he was supposed to just to keep getting movies out. Wow. Sick but, fuck. Yeah. Raquel's new apartment in North Hollywood studio, a studio apartment. Which probably costs her. I'm gonna put that at two thousand. Where is it? North Hollywood. Oh, it's in North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, she's my neighbor. Okay. I know. What if she was in my building? I, I'm like, I, I wonder. You should go back and look at the. I front need to of it. look to. I can tell if I'll be able to tell. Yeah. Immediately, you should go and see if the front of it is your building. <laughs> I think it's kind of dangerous that they show that. Maybe it's not really her. I would you hope. Know. I hope it's not. Because you know, like on the um, the Kardashians, they always use fake uh, fake uh, front stuff. It's not actually what their house looks like, so people can't find their house. So yeah. It's always like it's never, except for like their the first season that was really what their front looked like. But like other houses and stuff like that is like yeah. the exterior is not real. I think they should not be showing her real. But I can tell because every all the fixtures are the same in my apartment. So I, if I like inside of the apartment, if I look again, I could be able to tell. Okay, there you go. So Sheena comes over and she tells, and she's like, how was your date with Peter? She's like, I cried. So I'm like, well, that sounds about right. Uh, But then she says that she is not sharing custody of Graham because she is setting a boundary, which is a new concept she has learned. And you know what? That's fair because not everyone knows what boundaries are. It is something that people do have to learn. And when you learn about boundaries, it's very good. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if she was literally saying she's never heard of the word boundaries because this is Raquel as well. <laughs> I literally thought that. I was like, are you saying you don't know what the word boundary is? Or like, I can believe that because of all of her past <laughs> conversations she's had with people. Um, but yeah. I think that's the smartest thing that she's done. I think it's something that Katie and Schwartz kind of need to do. But that's so hard because they've had those dogs. They literally got well, they those got dogs them together. together. And we see that in season three, guys. Yep, <laughs> I we watched the, ugh, the dawn of that. Oh, God. Um, so that's hard. Yeah. Ariana comes over and they, t- they tease her about making out with Peter at Sir. 
Listen, I'm this is I'm disappointed. Like Peter, that's so fucked up of Peter. I you know, I didn't think about how fucked up that was in that sense. And I feel so stupid until Lisa spelt it out for me later in the episode. And I was like, I don't even you know why? And I'll I give myself permission to not feel stupid. I thought about this after. I don't believe they work there. Yeah, so, right. Exactly. So I don't yeah. even consider it. Yeah. What it really is technically. Yeah. Well, which and is, I think you're correct in that Raquel doesn't really work there. Right. So I'm like, I just never even that wasn't even like a, a thought for me. Like that's an inappropriate dynamic because I'm like, because, you know, he's above her because I'm like, that bitch does not work there. Yeah. No, I was like, no, Peter should not be making out with anyone when he's literally managing. All right, James and Allie, Ladybird. <laughs> Allie's like, are you drinking? Which you can tell she kind of clocks that all the time. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's complimenting her. He's like, I've never met a girl with hair as pretty as you. Very love balmy. Yeah. Very love balmy. Tonight is the Daily Mail party, though. And he's like, well, you know, Tom was probably running around last minute, cut to Schwartz and Sandy's setup, <laughs> and they are barely ready. <laughs> Terrifying. And Schwartz is like, man, I'm excited for Katie to see the place. And he talks about how opening the place was a big part of the demise of their marriage. And they flash back to when Greg sat them both down and was like, I've seen things like this ruin marriages, kids. Lose houses, the works. Damn. And Sandoval's like, Sandoval's like, man, you lost your house, you lost your wife, but you still got me. And I was like, this is where I was fucking done with Sandoval. Like, <laughs> that is so fucked up of you because you were gone for three months with your show. Yeah. That's so fucked up. That's not funny, Sandoval. Yeah. Fuck you. That's like, that's not a joke. He really like did he, lose both yeah, of those it, things. It's not funny because it's absolutely what happened, like verbatim. And if honestly, they might not, like, I think it is for the best that they're not together. Of course. But they probably would have been still together at least now if it wasn't for this opening. It, it did cause a big strain on the relationship. Yeah. And the fact that he thinks it's funny, it's like, I don't see you apologizing nearly enough as you should be. For he's lucky going that he away has for three months. Right. No, he's lucky he has someone like Ariana who is very like go she's a very go with the flow type of gal. And she and as we again, I'm sorry to keep bringing up season three. I that I we learn that she is can take a lot. Yep. So you know, and that and that's not not everybody. So Mm-mm. he's very lucky. He th- he he just is too cocky for no fucking reason. You have no yeah. reason to be this confident because then overcomes Brett and he's like, "How are we doing on those batches?" And Sandoval's like, "Not yet, but we have another hour." And he goes, "Well, the Daily Mail's coming at four, and then they show the time. It's three forty-three. <sighs> I didn't even realize that part. Oh my, my god! Stomach, like." I think I need like a support group for like former restaurant managers or something because it's like gave me PTSD. Like I was like, oh, I'm like my whole body like I got sweaty. I'm like, they're never. This is oh, God. My whole body hurt. But back yeah. to James and Allie. 
James is like, so did you have fun at the event? Who'd you talk to the most? She's like, Raquel. He's like, oh, great. <laughs> His confessional is funny. He's like, I mean, it's never great when the ex-girlfriend meets a new girlfriend. The conversation's not like, oh, he's so sweet. His cock was humongous. <laughs> <laughs> he's so I'm sorry. Up. I love James. He's James so is up. hilarious. That's the problem. He's too, he's too good at being bad. It's I honestly he's fucking funny. Yeah, that's the point. When you I have date to just him, kind of no. It. Yeah, I would probably be his friend though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't help it. He's too he's too good at being bad. Yeah. Like his clapbacks, his reads are so fucking good. They are. They are. <laughs> you know what? I I think to be honest with you, Lisa was on to something. Having Lala and James together would be fun. Like when they were a little duo, they were hilarious. Look, dude, I said it and I'll say it again. We we decided that Kristen is where James went to villain. Yeah. To where he was like, I will fuck bitches up and I don't fucking care. I last week said Lala is who James that's like his soulmate in my opinion yeah I agree I agree and then he went he went got with Raquel because Lala went and got with Randall yeah he went and got with Raquel because she was kind of easy and let him get away with murder yeah then Raquel dumps him and now he's with Mousy Alley because she's easy and will let him get away with murder too like he keeps Correct. going mousier and mousier and mousier mm-hmm. you think so. that you think that um that girl's mousier than um Raquel duh Okay, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I, I. She hasn't oh. spoke. She hasn't spoken enough yet for me, so I'm like, I still don't know. She looks like a fucking nineteen year old. She we found out like that 19. she doesn't work at Soho House. She works at Soho Works, works. which is like the. It's kind of like a workspace, like when you. Can it's like, a WeWork, but yeah, it's a Soho we- Work. Yeah, um, which just shows how little James knows about. Yeah, her. he. She's yeah. She yeah. It's a Soho. It's not, so. It's not a house. It's literally a workspace. Yeah. That people can get a separate membership to. You have to get a separate membership for that. Yeah. So she does not work there. All right. So Allie was like, so no, Raquel was sweet. And James is like, yeah, she's sweet, but she's got moments. And then he brings up the Graham situation. And it's funny because he's not used to Raquel setting boundaries. So, of course, he's pissed about this. Right. And so he's like, oh, it's not until she saw, you know, she couldn't see. I couldn't see Graham until she saw you on my Graham. Okay. That was good, though. See? He got some goddamn bars. (laughs) That man has some bars. He's like, not like I want to. Then then immediately acts like he's on it. He first starts upset. He's yeah. like, not like, oh, now I can't see Graham. Then he goes, not like I wanted to fucking drive to see her anyway and be like, oh, how's Peter's dick? You know, all sweaty and hairy and saggy. Mm. <laughs> but then, then Allie's like, are you pissed about that? And then he goes, I was really pissed off about it, but I'm over it. There's no anger. I'm not angry. There's no anger at all. Okay. Like, you know, he he's, he reminded me of a young Jax. Very he was. When he was trying to get over Stasi, very much, so. and he got to with Brittany. Well, I mean, there was people in between, but you know what? This girl remind. I thought this. I didn't know what this girl reminded me of. She reminds me of Brittany when Brittany first got on the show. Oh God, very much. That's who she fucking reminds me. If I couldn't, I couldn't place it. That is exactly who she reminds me of. Brittany. That's not good. Um, and then so. And James like, but I'm really happy with you. I just feel really happy with you. And then Allie's confessional. She's like, when James first told me he loved me, I thought it was a bit quick. I'm like, 
no shit. Yeah. Then they she cut takes together a, so quickly after a, the breakup. Yeah, she takes a bite of his. She takes a bite of her burger. First, he's instructing her on how to eat. Then she takes a bite of the burger, and he takes food out of her mouth with his mouth. I know that I don't like that. I don't like that for. I just. I don't like that. Don't do that. First of all, that don't burger do. looks so good. Can we just it, talk about it for a second? That burger looked for a really second. fucking good. That burger. Oh, I want a burger. I want a burger. Oh, burger. that burger looked good. Oh, my God. That was a good just advertisement for Lady Bird. I'll tell you that right the fuck That now. burger looked so freaking good. <laughs> I want a burger. <laughs> it looked so juicy and delicious. It was so... It was so well packed. Yeah, it was very well done. They did a, they did a service. I bet Lady Bird had got an uptick in burger sales. I'm going to that place. I'm getting that burger. <laughs> Ooh, we show that for my birthday. I want it. I want a Lady Bird burger. <laughs> I want the one that that lady. I'm gonna had say on the what. Show. I'm gonna say what is what is it? Allie ordered because I feel like what they is, probably get that a lot. I'm gonna now. bring it up on my app. I'm like, see, hey, see this? What's this? this? What's this thing she's eating right here? Give it to me. <laughs> Sounds good. Find it. Sounds real good. <laughs> All right. Everyone's getting ready to go to Schwartz and Sandy's. I think it's really funny that they set James up in the DJ booth with the toilet paper. That was funny. I like Good callback. Good callback. Well done. Loved it. That was so good. That was great. Really well done. Um, I'm very happy we're barely getting Brock. You just see Brock walk. Brock opens the door, goes, go on in, Sheena, and that's it. Thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to bring that up. Uh, I don't know what new producer Sheena's pissed off this season because you know how – because you know how the other producer got fired for saying that she gives Sheena bad bad edits on purpose? She's done it again because, (laughs) girlfriend, you are a friend of – well, right now, we like still I know have time. We still have time, but for a person that's been on the show from we opened Vanderpump Rules season one with Sheena. You're right. She has You're right. barely gotten any. This is this is if I was Sheena, I would feel disrespected with these first two episodes. Yeah, they're like, and if I you're not going to give us Brock, then we're not going to give you camera time. Like, but is it them not wanting Brock? Where I thought I thought they they brought they didn't want Brock. Is that what it is? Well, that's – if they don't – if she doesn't want to show a lot of Brock, then what do they have to show of her? Oh, I – the thing is, I thought it was opposite. I thought that they were saying to, – they told them they don't want to see Brock. Well, the way Sheena spun it is that she's like, we're going to get – I thought it was like she – I the way she's spinning it is that she – they don't want to show as much Brock. Okay. Okay. That's the way she's spinning it. I thought that, okay, and I did hear her say that, but I thought it was her spinning it because what happened was is they said no one liked you last season you know, and no one that, wants to see that's, you. It's possible that's how they're spinning it because but maybe Brock, that's, Brock wants that money. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't believe for a fucking second that Brock would willingly not be on TV at all. She, he's He is the male version of Sheena. Yeah. So I, in my, I don't know if I read this or I just made it up, but I was like, Brock, like, I don't think any of us enjoyed Brock last season. And yeah. I feel like they do those polls or, like, those focus groups. Yeah, and I yep, feel yep, like they're yep, like, yep. hey, he's not. We're de- we're going to be a lot less Brock. A lot less Brock. I just don't believe that he would. Oh. I just don't believe that he would ever 
I mean, you not be on camera. You're probably right, Pia. And I thought it was hilarious that like we do get to see Brock at this party, but we don't. And it was like they're like, and that's all you get. <laughs> I was like, bitch. I mean, you're. You might be right here. Because then Brock um, was so eager to get paid. Remember, because he even started sassing Lisa. He's like, yeah, I need I'm using this money that I'm getting from this so that I can start paying back that child support. Yeah. So he yeah. would want this money. Yeah, that's I think that they demoted like they demoted <laughs> him. Oh, oh, oh shit. And now she's like, they're of course they're gonna cover their wedding and stuff. Like, how can you not? But like I think that's I kind of think that's why Sheena started pivoting and we're seeing her stirring some shit up because she like that Brock was her storyline and like I feel like she's Ooh, she's, girl. she's panicking for a storyline. <gasps> um, some tea and and then I mean also, we're making it up, but I we're still making like up it. the tea. But we're making I, up the tea. <laughs> it's plausible tea. <laughs> we're making up the tea. Um, <laughs> but then like even when the promo pick. The promo trailer so came out. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're making up the team. So, I like it. It's plausible. Is though. this like how rumors said, start? We are we shit. the start of a rumor? Oh god! Okay. I hope people don't pull this clip and post it. <laughs> oh no! Do it or do. Or do. Um, yeah. uh, center of controversy. <laughs> but like, I just remember I'm nosy, and I was like online, and I the trailer for the show came out for Vanderpump, and I think a fan wrote underneath it like there wasn't a lot of sheena that's weird is she like a friend of and then sheena replied yeah i noticed that too that's weird she did she replied so that's what makes me think oh because like people were like there were some people that were noticeably not that present in the promo of the promo thing oh sheena barely got a spot so that's why I'm like I think that she oh Pia. Un, 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 unknowingly was I don't I don't think they told her during filming but I think that she's been kind of demoted. That's why I'm like we haven't really been seeing a lot of her in these two episodes. They're treating her like she's a friend of, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, it's only two episodes, but for someone who is such an OG to have such little camera time so far, and she's only a girl. Bit, you're right. Yeah, and she's only being filmed when it's. Like, she just happens to be there. Like, it's not like we have we have not had we've anything not had on anything her. on her specifically. We've not gone to her house. We've not seen nothing. I have that. We haven't seen. She's feeling like a friend. Yeah, we are, we're feeling. She's feeling very friend of right now. What the fuck? We haven't seen her at home with the baby and Brock and all that. Yeah. <gasps> what? I don't know. It just, I feel like they had, because of all of like the Raquel, Tom and all that stuff, I think they're the main people. This, she doesn't have anything really to offer what I think that they have carved out besides her wedding, which is, I think, where the drama really happens, right? With the Tom, isn't that oh, where the, the kiss happens? Oh, no, I think it happens way sooner. Oh, it does? Okay. Um, But that's where more drama like worse because it's because like the kiss happens and then it like continues with drama like throughout the season okay. but there is drama at the wedding but good these are very good points i was believing because so i tuned in to ryan bailey's um he did like a post premiere live thing and he had tom and ariana on and he also then sheena conferenced in and uh 
there was Lala was there and then Brock said hi with the kid and Sheena said she's like she's like yeah there wasn't a lot of me but um you'll see more of me towards like whatever and then she's like you'll see a lot less Brock uh, but it seemed like it was intentional, but you're right. Like, why would that be intentional? Because Brock was so eager to use this income for himself to, like, pay down that child support. He's not a likable character. He tested terribly. Yeah. So I just don't think that they really – They I think that they tried it last season and it wasn't what we wanted. And it was in the best interest of the show for him to have a really small – not like pretty much non-existent role. <laughs> and I, w- I wonder if they did film a bunch more and it's all just getting cut. Probably. Just as a fun spot, uh, Kiki, the talk of shame, there's a ton of shots of her throughout this whole premiere or throughout this whole party. That's cool. Yeah, tons of her. Lala, Lala goes, Lala's like, I am not shocked that this place looks amazing, but this is just a party to celebrate. We're not open still. <laughs> and she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Lisa walks in and she's looking around. She goes, so this is what design looks like when you come up with it on mushrooms. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, honestly, it looks cool. Though, it looks really fucking cool. I actually want to go. I do too. I want to see what it looks like. I want to taste the food. I, I again, Tom Tom is amazing, but that's Lisa and Ken's. Mm-hmm. restaurant essentially so um i want to see i want to see what Schwartz and sandy's is like there is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment that you've been waiting forever for because it took that long to get the appointment and you expect to be the center of attention you've got your list of questions and then your doctor seems like they really have better things they could be doing and better places they could be instead of listening to you asking how you feel, helping you along. The doctor is like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. You're fine. You're good. You're fine. It's probably nothing. Great. I've even had to tell someone what I think the symptoms are. And they went, I mean, could be, could be on ZocDoc. You'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you are not feeling your best and you're just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That is where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash she speaks. ZocDoc dot com slash she speaks. Pia and I just went on the longest tangent about smoking weed, which Pia doesn't even really do. That I That I just cut out because you guys would have probably hated it. The Patreon listeners and watchers will get it, but the rest of you won't. You know what? You should listen to it. <laughs> so if you want to hear the longest rant about smoking weed and trimming, then 
sign up for the I Patreon. I don't know if anyone's going to realize this is a Vanderpump Rules episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, back to the back episode. To this. <laughs> back to this episode. Oh, my God. Okay. My ears hurt from laughing. Uh, my, my jaw hurts, too. Okay. All right, so Lisa's like, oh, guys, you know, it looks great. And Schwartz takes it so he's like, my dream was you walking in and saying you were proud of us. And I was like, she actually didn't say she was proud of you. She didn't. She's like, I am proud of you. She's She's like, like, oh, I forgot to say that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, proud of you. Yeah. I love Lisa, but she a low key hater. <laughs> She's like she she came in wanting to like rip that shit to shreds, but then she came in like this does look nice. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "That's all I wanted to hear was you were proud of me." She's like, "I didn't actually say that, but sure, yeah, I'm proud of you." Okay, yeah, but still not open. That's what she wanted to say. <laughs> She's a low-key hater and I love it. She was like, fine, it looks good, but you're still not open. She's such she's so like Lala. Like, yeah, still totally. Not open. <laughs> Raquel feels Raquel's like feeling awkward because she's by herself, but I'm dying because Peter was like, Do you want a drink? Do you want something? Do you need anything? Yeah. Need anything? yeah. I'm like, this so he just thing. got you a drink. But she but Sheena's like, you need to tell Peter that you're not interested. She's like, yeah, I cannot wait to fucking let this guy down because he needs to get the hell off me. Yeah, she is doing so great at being a friend of right now. Yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lisa goes up to Peter and is like, someone just told me that you, uh, does the name Raquel ring a bell? Oh, and shit. making out with her in the restaurant. And she's like, this isn't 2012 anymore. And that was amazing. And she's like, "We the Me Too movement? Hello. <laughs> like, bitch. Cannot think, be caught up. <laughs> I think what she was saying, too, was more like for the cameras. Like, we yeah. as a show can't have this dynamic. Like, we can't have, like, our managers and staff, even if they're not really staff. Like, the look yeah, of it the, can't yeah, happen. Yeah, because, again, people who are not – who really still believe in the magic of reality television that is all f- real, uh, believe that they that Raquel works there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. And so so we can't have it look like that. But my favorite is in my head, I think Peter thinks that Lisa went up to Raquel. I <laughs> and told Raquel, you need to go break up with Peter. And so he like doesn't take it personal when she's like, I don't see a future, do you? And he's like, no, I don't. And she's like, wait. And Raquel doesn't know that Lisa went up to Peter. So she's like, hold on. I thought he was going to be more upset. And so it was just kind of like this perfect scene. It was like a comedy scene. It was so well orchestrated. But and then, but then wait, what did Peter takes a sip of his drink and then accidentally spits out his ice cube? <laughs> um, I can't. I'm so happy for them to now see it in all of what like I, they have to. Andy, remember to bring this up at the reunion because it deserves a spot. Oh my god! Because <laughs> Peter had this look on his face like. Wink, wink. Sure. All right. Okay. Yeah, and, totally. And this is going to keep probably him kind of secretly side pursuing her for the rest of the season because she he thinks that she is against her will breaking up with him 
So he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk anymore. I'll talk to you later. Don't you worry. We'll yeah. It, we'll keep it on the DL. DL, yeah. <laughs> God, I should probably like, I thought I had this conversation with him. Was that a fever dream? <laughs> like, <laughs> Amazing. All right, so Sheena, doing her friend of, sits down with shorts <laughs> And she's like, you know what? You should come on my podcast because she still has got to promote something. Yeah. She's like, you should come on my podcast to talk about divorce. And he's like, man, I thought you were going to talk about going on a date. I'm just not ready. And I, Oh, by the way, Katie on Watch What Happens Live, Andy's like, what were your thoughts on Schwartz saying he's not ready to date? You know, blah, blah, blah. And Katie goes, he just likes to play victim. So, I'm living, living. Yeah, because they were they made up though, and then when he fucked up, when he went on Watch What Happens Live and said he regretted nothing, he fucked up real bad because she fucking put it in her stories and said and added his ass to like oh oh she did yeah I missed that yeah. So the, it, so much so the clip was up and she shared it and was like yeah she's really? like you, like at Schwartz you really don't regret it. Anything. She, yeah, she fucking did. I missed that. I fucking, you know, I'm up their ass when it was like, I need to know everything. This is why you're here. <laughs> this is why you're here. Okay. Thank you. I totally missed that. Then Greg goes and talks to Lisa and he's like, I knew there was going to be a learning curve, but they know nothing about this business and Lisa tries to be like you gotta play to their strengths you know they're good at like social media and you know talking to people (laughs) and he's like yeah no well this is an opening and like I thought he's like every day costs a thousand dollars regardless of whether we open or not yeah and he's like it's like you raise teenagers and that you just send them out into the world and I got to deal with it now she's like told you Guys, yeah. like they're just so, the just face so of Tom Tom. Exactly. Yeah, like they're not, they're not running Tom Tom. Like for real, they didn't want to learn. They wanted to. Tom Sandoval didn't, at least. Yeah. Ew, did you hear Allie request Shania Twain? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like James. Will you play Shania? And then Lala goes, Shania Twain. Please don't. I didn't. Why did I? I missed that. I was like, did she? She's kidding. She has me. Nope, not she. She meant that. She She does look like she would want that. She would want fucking Shania Twain in Schwartz. Okay. But now Katie and Schwartz talk, and she's like, yeah, it has really good vibes. And he gets kind of choked up saying that he wishes he could have been there for his family. And she's like, yeah, was it worth it? And Schwartz goes, I just don't want you to think that I chose this over you. And this broke my heart because Katie, like, she cries and she's like, you chose a lot over me. And it's like that 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 sentence alone is so simple. But it's like, yeah, dude, you did. Like, he, you never had her back. Well, that when she said that to Tom, like, you couldn't. How can I expect you to have my back when you couldn't have your own wife's back? I was like. But it, yeah, it's I it's fucking no true. Lies. It hurt his feelings because it's true. Exactly, exactly. And he's like, "I'm sorry. I'm trying to move forward and not beat myself up too much." But I'm self aware. <laughs> I'm glad you're trying to not beat yourself up too much, Schwartz. I, I don't know. Like Schwartz is just coming off pathetic. 
And then he goes, yeah. he goes uh, in his confessional, you know, I was watching The Notebook. Why were you watching The Notebook? <laughs> he would. <laughs> Why were you watching The Notebook? He fucking would. And he's like, I just wonder if like I should have been like that and fought harder. But, you know, I think it just would have prolonged the inevitable. And that says a lot. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. I think they both know that that. Like, I think once they're, now that they're out of it, they realize, like, as much as it hurts, like, they really did need to be out of that. Yeah. It was not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I was just so in love with this lounge, but, you know, I don't know if it was all worth it. But next time, we're going to get the dating with Lala and Katie. I'm excited to see that vibe because we've yeah. never seen single Katie. Never. Ever. And Raquel is going to confront James about having sex with Lala when they were were together. And Sheena on her podcast is going to be like, so, you know, there were these rumors about you making out with Raquel at Coachella. Ever care to make that real? And okay. Okay, girl. See, this is the thing. And from watching season three – Sheena was pulling this kind of shit back then too with shorts. Remember, like she was. Oh um, yeah, good point. Inviting only inviting like Katie and her were not on good terms. Like very much so, not on good terms. Inviting Schwartz to her bachelor, uh, bachelor bachelorette party, and not inviting Katie, and it taking Lisa to show her that that's very weird. Like. Yep. That's a very weird thing to do. And saying that Schwartz is my friend, like I don't want to hang out with my friend, like these like really weird things when he's in a full relationship with someone who does not like you. Like It was just weird things. And it kind of makes me think, has she not just been in love with Schwartz this whole time and the, the timing has just always been off, like someone's always in a relationship because she was with Shay. Like, like she's like pushing Raquel <laughs> so much on Hot Schwartz. Take. I like, I, I'm starting to think that she's, projecting what she actually wants and it makes so much sense to me how like you should date like she's moved on like it's so easy for her like I get Schwartz was her friend technically before Katie but she's just always like something about it seems very like she's always just like Schwartz is my best friend like it's when like you had only known him for five minutes like I don't know. Like, I if something. Like, do if you she, hate Katie that much? I think I don't think I just think that she might actually like be attracted to shorts, and I think Hot that take. if she wasn't with Brock, she may be the person that was kissing up on shorts. I'm not co-signing that one. I'm, I'm, I'm not jumping on that one. P, get mad at Pia if you're mad at that one. Get mad at Pia. Pia did it. I, Pia I did th- it. I, hey, I'm just saying it. Just. I don't know. She's just, it's just so, you should, like, she's really invested in getting Raquel to hook up with shorts. Why? Seriously. Specifically shorts. Specifically shorts. I don't know. Something about that seems a little projectory. Like, she wants to keep it in the family. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to live vicariously through Raquel. (laughs) Oh, hot take. Hey, she should just, she should jump on my hot take so she can have a storyline. So she doesn't have to be friend of anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, and I bet in, in Sheena's mind, she's like, how do I not have a storyline? I'm getting married. Because, you know, Sheena was like, that was my whole storyline season three. You guys, season three, Sheena brings up that she's getting married the entire time. Yeah. So she thought for sure this was another chance. It's like, Yeah, it's except again. for uh, we don't give a fuck about Brock. <laughs> yeah, this one we're like, we're not doing this again. 
Like we do not care about Brock. We can't do the at all. We can't do the whole thing like the whole time. I am sad she's not going to wear a crop top wedding gown though. Yeah, well, sad about it. I think that should be a one time only. You can't you can't duplicate it. Maybe you know what? Does Andy have it in the clubhouse? (laughs) You should. You should have it in the clubhouse. Um. Well. All right. Well, this was a great episode. I uh, can't wait for the reviews on this one. They're gonna be like, "What is wrong with you guys?" They're gonna be like, "I have no idea. Maybe, maybe they shouldn't podcast together anymore." You know what? You don't tell us what to do, uh, Teen Mom Guru. Teen Mom Guru. They're gonna be, everybody's gonna be like, "Teen Mom Guru had a point." Teen Mom Guru actually <laughs> might be right. They might need to do some fact checking and to, to get it together. They are a wild conspiracy theorist. <laughs> They fucking really need to get it together, actually. Okay. Just having fun, okay? <laughs> Allegedly. That's what I should just put it. That's the name of this episode. Allegedly. Allegedly. Everything is alleged that I said no one can sue me. No one can. <laughs> we, yeah. Okay. On that note, love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.